Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tarries, and my friend Katie. Hi. Good. Watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like books, games, big finish audio adventures. Katie, knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor Who. Wrong. Doctor Who Confidential. <laughs> Nailed it. Let's go. That's your fault that I did that. Nice. Good. It's full circle, baby. It's we, full circle. Ah, oh, I hate the process of editing. Just, just let's just get right into it. Yep. And then you can always go back and. I'm going to ask you your name then. Redo that later. What is your name? Katie. You don't need. I don't need your second name. I don't want to tell you what it is. It's not important. <laughs> What's your name? Tyree. So no one will believe it ever. <laughs> no one believes it it's really annoying do you know what I think we should actually talk about what? first and foremost uh, how old were you when you first watched Doctor Who um, when I first watched Doctor Who it was obviously the 2005 revival I will have been because I think the show in general started um, maybe a week or two after my sixth birthday so Right. I'm pretty sure I was I was six. Yeah, March March seventeenth. No, I will say I'm pretty sure. Is that, that the right air date? No, it's not. Oh, okay. The IMDb air date for this, I'm pretty sure, is wrong. For Rose, um, original air date was the twenty sixth of March two thousand and five, not March seventeenth. That might be when it aired in America, but I I don't know enough about it to say. No, to I'm not. Fair. I'm not sure, but yeah, two thousand five. So. Rose actually aired not long after I turned six, so mm. I'm pretty sure I will have been six when I first. So watched. you caught this episode. You caught Rose. I didn't catch Rose. Okay. I first caught the Empty Child Doctor Dances two parter because I was in school one day and there was this girl who was talking about like how scary the Empty Child as like an episode had been, and I was like, "Oh, what's this you're talking about?" And she was like, "Doctor Who. It's this. It's this show." And then I was like, oh, cool. Caught it on Saturday and watched like both episodes at once. And I remember like being so amazed and astounded by the show that even though those episodes were absolutely terrifying and horrifying, I was just like, oh yeah, this is it. This is mint. Like I want more of this every week now, please. Thank you. (laughs) I can't imagine that obviously you've been a year older than me that at age six, you were watching (laughs) Doctor Who and at six years old, you saw... Rose Tyler almost dying and the doctor being like I think you need a doctor and then and then kissing the heart of the TARDIS literally out of her body like I mean we'll get to that at some point I guess it's not a today eventually thing. but uh, I think I was watching it since I was six so same age but different season the first episode I watched was Doomsday which is a bit inconvenient a great starting point if, if anyone knows why <laughs> it's because the last episode of that season and I remember being like oh doctor who's on this Saturday and my mum was like no, no, it's not. And my six-year-old brain was like, are you really going to tell me that right now? That's like I need this. That's like if it was your birthday and someone gave you like a lovely, beautifully wrapped gift and you opened it and someone just punched you in the face <laughs> from the back of the box. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, that's on me though. Yeah. I should have known. <laughs> like, ah, trust no one, son. You know? <laughs> trust no one. Anyways, we were re-watching the series. Um, this is what IMDb says about this episode. 
When ordinary shop worker Rose Tyler meets a mysterious stranger called the Doctor, she is drawn into a strange and dangerous world. Her life will never be the same again. That is probably better than I could have worded it. Like, I could have worded it, but it would have been like, this is an episode where where Rose Tyler meets a man called the Doctor. I wouldn't have been like, and her life will never be. I wouldn't have gone so so dramatic. Can you imagine it in, you know, like the sort of standard movie trailer voice from like the 2000s, where it's like the the, deep man voice? In a world. (laughs) Yeah, like if you can imagine that in that voice, then I'd say it's like a pretty good intro. It's very naughty, isn't it? It's very like a, it's a very naughty thing. Written by Russell T Davies and directed by Keith Bork, whose name will come up probably quite a bit, to be fair. I really I'm... like that part where it says stars Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, obviously, of course. Billy Piper. Yep. Camille Kajiri. Love of my life. Like, Is that how you, oh, like, like for real? You're like, yeah, like I really think that's, I think that's great. Episode was, this one was 44 minutes. Uh, which is shorter than New Who episodes, which tends to push 50. And they, boy, do I feel that six minutes now more than ever. They do now. Ooh. What did you think in general before we go specifics of this episode? You know what? I like. I think it's hard to judge this episode on its own because it's like, it's the starting point of a whole show. It's not yeah. just like, you know... I don't think, I, I mean, you probably can more than me in terms of like empathy. I can't come in and look at this from a, I've seen classic Who, so I kind of know what to expect uh, and, and I have an expectation set already. See, that's true. I mean, like... Whereas you've seen a lot of that stuff. I've seen a lot of all that stuff. All of that stuff, I guess. Almost all of it. Oh, okay. I do have some gaps. But I did watch this first. I think around the time I was watching Doctor Who, like as a kid... I think I saw two classic Who episodes that were just kind of on TV at one point. I remember it was only after I'd stopped watching the show and then went and sort of got back into it that I went into classics. I still have like some of the... I remember hearing about classic Who being like, black and white? No, thank you. I'm young and hip. I could never subject myself to something that just did not have colour Aspect ratio. Oh, four by three. Wow. Why is it? It's like the Snyder Cut. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Episodes that, you know, split into parts. Also, wait, was the, the Snyder Cut was in black and white too. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Full circle. Didn't need to be, but it was. <laughs> it didn't need to be a lot of things that it was. Like four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the other things. As an introductory episode to the show, where because it, it can't do everything it wants to do. It's not allowed. It has to introduce you to people before it can be like adventure blah yes but i think it did a good job of that that opening scene with the lottery money and the wilson (laughs) that's my impression of billy piper that's perfect forever so for the next two seasons of doctor (laughs) who whenever i do a bit wilson i have um i have one from (laughs) (laughs) from the series one finale which we'll get to. We will. We'll, but we'll watch it. I have a little little Billy Piper moment that I love to do from that episode. All in love, of course, because I think Billy Piper's great as Rose. I I really, I like, accept no, she is. She's she's really good. Yeah. I accept that like Rose Tyler is maybe a little bit problematic, but I like her still, nevertheless. I only think it was on. Not this rewatch, the one before it, that I also started this year. Here I am. <laughs> the, the one you've just finished. Doing it again to discuss. <laughs> oh, but that was like the first time I was like, hang on, she's 19. 
Mm. But I think that's because I have pure baby face. And whenever I looked in the mirror at 19, I was like, I don't look how I should look. And even now at 22, I look in the mirror and I'm like, that's not how someone of my age should look ever. See, the thing that like got me is when I realized I'm older than Rose Tyler now. Because I remember when I was a kid, yeah. 19 was like, whoa. That's so far away. Yeah. Like that would it when they go to, to the um, Van Staten's museum. And I can't remember what year that set is. It's like 2030 or something like that, isn't it's, it? It's because it's 2005. So it's, it might be 2020. It, I don't know. I know it's some year that's been now though. It's a it's a And it's number. like, it's jarring to think that's like the near future. And now the near future has passed and the future that we are in is horrifying yeah it's like back to the future 2 is set in 2015 that's gross i didn't get to hover convert my vehicle into a skyway flyer you don't have a vehicle (laughs) no i know it's not (laughs) worth it is it if i I can't hover convert like billy piper as rose it is really good and I also think because I was six i was like (laughs) ah a pretty girl pretty lady because what had happened was i'd caught doomsday saw no Doctor Who for the rest of the year and then at Christmas my mum's friend bought me the season one box set which mm. I like binge watched before oh, of course. before the phrase was a thing of course uh, uh, absolutely shat bricks at the empty child I was like mm, this isn't okay um, finished the season and then even though I hadn't seen all of season two I'd only caught the last episode then season three aired so I watched that and then the Christmas after season three aired my mum's friend bought me season two. Mm. So I had to wait a whole year and another season <laughs> to, before, find out to find out what happened. What, what happened to Rose after the parting of the ways. I was like, um, oh, I guess, Martha, hi. <laughs> Shut myself at Blink too. And I was like, this show doesn't know whether to make me laugh or, or scream. It's just like fear, 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 fear. Emotional payoff. Yeah. Except, yeah. I, except I was six and I had to wait 12 months for an yep. emotional payoff. Opening scene is in. It's in like a. Is it like one shop? I feel like it's not one shop. It, it must is, be like a little mall thing. Yeah, I like. think I think it is supposed to be like a John Lewis type department store. Ooh. That sort of like where they have clothes and furniture and stuff, and you know, there's probably like a little cafe that. in there. Henrik's Henrik's department store. Oh, okay, that's what it's called. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a a pun. You know, like oh, a play on. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah you were gonna say it, something else. I take you? it back. You're gonna say something. No, it's gonna. I don't know if it's that or what, because I don't know if that is a real yeah. shop. But um, you fooled me. Yes, it is. So uh, we were we were going through these episodes and making notes. I wrote this, and I'd never heard this before. That when she is up in the place looking for Wilson, uh, <laughs> the Nestine is whispering to her. You can hear whispers coming from inside the room, and I'd never noticed this in any of my rewatches. I was like, I. Oh. Didn't notice that. Is it like, is it actually, is it just like an, the like, whisper noise? Or she's is it like in words? there and it's like, and like it's, it, it's, oh, yeah, it's, freaky. it's not, it's not fun. Um, either that or I'm delusional, and I'm <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that there is whispers when she goes in there. And I, even though they don't really come back in this fashion, I love the stiff, like, Auton, Auton movement thing is, is really good. I'm like, yeah, nah, it's so creepy and freaky and I hate mannequins. I actually wrote down, fuck mannequins, man. That's my <laughs> second note of this episode is, fuck mannequins, man. Fuck man. Okay. Fuck man. Mannequins. Um, 
The thing that gets me about like Wilson and like I know that the, the Rose novel exists and I know that like the shooting scripts exist and stuff. But they say that Wilson's the chief electrician. Which we'll look at. Right. And then yeah, like well I'm I'm like I might get my payoff to this eventually, but they say he's like the chief electrician. But then Rose goes down into the basement, which is what looks like just extra storage. Yeah. But then also she's got like the lottery money for him. And it's just like Maybe all of this, like, you know, does make sense. Imagine being like... But they just seem like a strange combination of given, things. Given, like, the, the, the lottery, like, like all those responsibilities are left up to him. Like, like and the he, just hang, he just hangs out in the it's not like It's not the boss. It's not, like, a, a, a co-worker that's on the shop floor. It's like, oh, the electrician is doing the lottery. Like, why does the electrician have a, a creepy little basement room, a little subterranean mall man type situation? Every, every, everyone has one. Yeah. Every every electrician ever was, needs a, every every electrician needs a cave. Okay. Um, what did you think of, the, of this opening scene um, are that we, introduces Christopher Eccleston's ninth Doctor? Are we just getting explicitly into that? Because I have a note from earlier, but okay. I don't think that's relevant. Go no, um, go to it. Just that. I mean, I'll get into it sort of later, I guess, because I have another point about does it. Does it come back? It does come back. But the first thing that I wrote down was just. What kind of meal deal do you think Mickey's eating? Oh, in the little montage. Little I scene. forgot about the... Yeah, there's a montage at the beginning. Yeah, isn't she's there, got shows... a bag of crisps and there's a bottle of Oasis. This is going to be all over the place. I don't have a like a single line stream of consciousness thought. It's just a, oh, bran- it's just a branched out. Yes. I liked I liked that little montage. I mean, it, it, it's good at going like, oh, she has a life before this. She has a boyfriend. Mm. Um, <laughs> Like, it, it, there's a good job of going like, hey, she's got a boyfriend. But don't worry, she'll abandon that soon. <laughs> and by soon, I mean in 44 see, minutes. So you know what, all right, if you just said it, that is what my note was, because this is like obviously the very first time that you see them. I'm like, what kind of relationship do they have? Yeah. Because obviously they are dating, but... I'm seeing Claire the loon. <laughs> Isn't that what he says in Boomtown? <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's a bit... And then she gets fattest about it. We'll get there. We'll get mm. there. I'm not going to go off about this now. Fatphobic rose. <laughs> but like... Like he's definitely way more into her than she is. Than she is into him. Yeah. I mean, we see when she walks into his house and he's like, gives her a little, little yeah, little, little tap, a little love tap, little tap on little the bum. Tap. I got mad at one thing of this opening scene, which was the the suspense of the big karate chop of the autumn when she's like she's against the wall and he goes he goes like Meh, with his arm and he creaks. And that's when the doctor comes in, and he, and he just he just goes, he just said, "Yeah, run!" He, and he grabs me, he's like, "Run!" And I, all because I've seen the episode before this, obviously, all I was thinking was like, "You've got a gun in that hand." Yeah. Why are you like? I'll chop. I'm gonna <laughs> chop the fuck. He could have been like, Phew! and she'd have been like, ah, and that'd have been it. Roll credits. End of well, season she makes one. Like a Minecraft fall damage noise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> what would the, what would that do? He's made of plastic. What would what do? If he did hit with the karate chop, it wouldn't have killed her. <laughs> She's like, "What? why did you do that? You know? Because, like, after she moves, I'm pretty sure when they chop down, yeah. he, like, slices through the end of a pipe. Oh, yeah. And like, I refuse goes, to believe that he yeah. would have just sliced Billy Piper in half. Oh, my God, imagine. <laughs> it's like a hit to show. It's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, God. It's when, like, the, the boys logo, like, comes up on screen. You're like, oh, it's like the kind of show. I've never seen the boys, so I don't know how that works. Um, That was an absolutely hilarious joke that's so funny. I'll take your word for it. No, I'll take your word for that. Um, don't take yeah, so, it anywhere. So Other the doctor, people would see it. The doctor runs in uh, with his 
he is he grabs her and he's like run and they go and they they jump in they get chased like properly chased by these plastic men and then they get into the lift Mm -hmm. and she he he rips uh the arm off one of the orton's uh it might be alan rusko i don't know it could be david sant it could be Paul Casey. It could be Elizabeth Faust. I'm going to butcher all these names. Could be Helen Otway. Could be Holly Lumsden. Could be Saul Murphy. It's, it, it it's not it's Joe definitely Osmond. Not Joe Osmond. Uh, or could... Lisa Osmond. Oh, they must have been twins. Oh, that's nice. Well, I assume they still are twins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both changed. Okay. And then Ellen Thomas, who I suppose... Oh, was also a weeping angel. A weeping angel, from from the looks by the, uh, the IMDb picture there. But he rips the arm off and on, and Rose is like, they are students. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, it's one of the things that I like and dislike about this episode, is that the Doctor is like, that's a logical conclusion. Yeah, I see how you got there. Yeah. But then later on, he's like, oh, you Rose, you fucking idiot. You wouldn't even understand my little blue box. You wouldn't even get it. Like, later on, he's like, you wouldn't understand. You're a smelly ape. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, he does these praises like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty clever and natural form conclusion. And I kind of like that because clearly he's not been around people for a hot minute. I feel like that's quite clear from what the does, way that Well, what does off. she say that when he's like, oh, you stupid apes? Um, that's... It's when they're outside talking on the bridge. Yeah, and I know, like, the, I know the scene that you mean. I'm just, I just don't know because I'm like, maybe contextually it is different. Maybe like, I mean, like I get that he's mad, but I mean, like, maybe she does say something that sounds kind of dumb. Uh, think... not that that's like a justification yeah, for him yeah, kind of no, being no, a no, dick for a second uh, or whatever, I'll but see like if I can find to him. Out. Yeah, no, I, 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 I didn't write down the specific quote or scene. Because I'm a terrible person and I might just be completely unfounded in what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm fine with making mistakes. This is not going to be perfect. Here's something that I liked about this opening scene. Yes. It finishes off with a sneaky TARDIS. I have a note about that, which says... She just walks past it, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She she looks at the explosion and then she turns around and then she runs away with the hand. Yeah, yeah, with, with the hand on her. Past the TARDIS and they do a little... Ooh. I don't know if that's the exact one. But they do the little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, Um, And I think that that is, like, legitimately as, a, as an actual sort of criticism, I think that's really good. No, I do. I think like, it, just, it makes me happy. It makes me excited. I'm just like, if yeah, Rose. hasn't seen the show is looking at that and going, that's fucking... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> is... Like, and if you thought there was, like, there's nothing untoward about it, the music is the thing that goes, like, look. You're like... This will be important. Like you know, like when you play like a like a Telltale game or something, and it comes up in the corner, and it's like no, I have taste. You know, well, not specific. Oh, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is an object of interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it does the like little. This action will have consequences. You know, Rose wakes up the next day, right? Mm-hmm. And he is because obviously she's alive. She made it out, so she's obviously yeah. gonna, she's going to do that. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Jackie's like, well, "What are you getting up for? You've got no job to go to." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, oh. she's." She's such a mum. That yeah, like I absolutely love uh, Kamoka Jury as, as as Jackie. It's she so is good, amazing. She really is. In um, every performance, I can't think of one episode I, where I'm like, not not today. Jackie. I've listened to a couple of the Big Finish stories that yes. have her in them. I've never and, heard a single one. Oh my god, there's one like I do not remember it super clearly, which is a shame because like I remember enjoying it. But um, it's like a I think it's a tenth Doctor yeah box set. Um, 
and something's going on with like the Doctor and Rose and they're doing, you know, like one little adventure. And then Jackie gets her own little sort of side story in it. And it's good it's really good. Like it's just proper entertaining. And there's a couple of things that she says that I'm like, oh yeah, that that's like a proper I'm just gonna say proper I'm Jackie even, thing. I'm not even gonna apologize for it, but she carries the ever loving fuck out of loving monsters. Mm-hmm. And here I am flashing every day. <laughs> like away. <laughs> How is she not just brilliant every time she shows up? It's when she like spills the wine on him and she's like, oh, I ruined your shirt. And he's like, oh, it's alright. And she's like, take it off. It's like straight to it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, just, I, I just wrote that Jack, Jackie is a ghostly mother immediately and I, I love her for it. It's her. Like when she's on the phone and she's telling everyone, oh, you can get compensation. She's I've like proper in down, it for right? the money. Because it's that bit, it's like, I think that she's walking out of the scene. I think it's when Rose first get back, gets back and she's on the phone, like Mickey comes in as well. And yeah, um, you yeah. can hear in the background, and she goes, "She was seconds from death." And it's proper. Just I'm not doing the accent because you know, like she's proper. <laughs> but like she's proper, and it's like <laughs> Jackie, what the fuck? Like <laughs> she's like trying to get secondhand sympathy from other people. Like, yeah. Oh, Jackie, is your daughter okay? And Jackie's like, "Oh, I needed this." You know, you would know that if none of the doctor stuff happened, if it just had actually been an explosion at work, there would be months later where Jackie would be like, "Hey, you know, our Rose." At the house afterwards, uh, Rose throws the hand at Mickey. He's like, hey, get rid of this. Mm. He goes and takes it out. No, no, that was the night. When does he get that? Is it the same day? She comes back. Um, he comes to see her. And he's like, oh, you know, you need something stronger than a tea. And she's like, is there a match on? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, go on, go to the pub. And, and then she like oh, chucks it, it at him and she's like, in, take it? it back. Yeah. Yeah. It crawls back in after that. Um, and... I love this because it's not actually a jump scare because it doesn't work, but just the doctor's face at the cat flap. I, I like it. I'm just like, oh, there he is. There's the man. Um, and he comes in and this is another like subtlety, I guess, for classic fans because it wouldn't have really done anything to me at the time. But like now, knowing the premise of the show, that like the doctor is fresh from regeneration. Yeah, like it's he the first time. He is looking at himself in the mirror. He's looking at his ears and he's like, he's trying to do like weird card flourishes. And he's like, well, that's not me. Clearly my coordination's off. There's a little bit in um, the Day of the Doctor mm. novelization about that, oh. which I won't. We can talk about it. I was going to say, we it's just this, a... this one part. And like, I don't know if anything else contradicts this canon wise. There's a part where, well, I don't know how canon the target novels actually are. There's a part in that where it says that, like, because I, you know, after doing all the War Doctor stuff, yeah, that he was so like emo about all of that that he like smashed every mirror in the TARDIS because he didn't want to look at the man who like ended the Time War or whatever. Yeah, that makes that sense. bit in Rose that is like the first time that he is actually like seeing this yeah. new face in the mirror, which like I like that as like a fun little bit of lore. Yeah. Like I think it's cool. He has, he has emotions every 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 so often. Not more recently, but it's fine. It, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so the doctor shows up. What what's his cover story? Does he say, he says that it is is it? Does Rose say that he's here with the insurance or to take a statement or something like that? I'm not. I'm. I think she says something about insurance because Jackie's like, oh, she deserves compensation, and the doctor's yeah, like, oh, yeah. we're talking millions. Yeah. Also, can't believe we just completely glossed over the whole like. I'm in my dressing gown. No, we haven't. I was about to get to it. <laughs> There's a strange a, man in my bedroom. I have a written note here in all caps that says, Jackie is horny. And underneath I wrote, silly doctor for shooting her down. Too right. And I'm not saying that in like a, ooh, have sex with the way. I'm just saying that Jackie Tyler is a bamf, just a badass motherfucker every right. time we see her. And I would actually not 
be mad if there was a full season where Rose got kidnapped and Jackie was the one that was trying to help the Doctor find her for a whole season and that, Rose like, just wasn't there and yep. Jackie is just in the TARDIS being like, so what does that button do? And the Doctor's like, oh my God, please be quiet. Do you know what <laughs> Just I'll, getting on his nerves. <laughs> do you know what I like? It's like a fun little... Um little sort of like bit about Jackie is that nothing from space impresses her because like the magna comes she's like I could use that yeah. on my shot and you know that bit when I think it's the start of the episode where you know Rose brings her a gift and Jackie's like all right puts it down and Rose is like oh I brought her a bazooly and she doesn't even care yeah, yeah um and that just like if that did happen if Jackie did get to go on a proper trip in the TARDIS the doctor would be like oh yeah we're gonna go see this like beautiful planet and Jackie's like all right yeah and then they get there and he's like oh, what <laughs> what do you think and she's like oh yeah it's nice that She'd be looking around. Just proper, just like, oh yeah, that's good, yeah. She'd be trying to find a kiosk on Scaro that sells black, <laughs> like Blackpool style rock. <laughs> Jackie like was a like a holiday souvenir. It's just, it's just a, a jar of rock. She's got a fridge full of magnets from like Raxacorico, Fallopatorius and all that. <laughs> Postcards. What episode is it? Sending where? you love from Clom. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that bit like the girl who waited where they're like Clom, or, like Disneyland Clom or whatever. And like Jackie oh. goes there and she's like, ugh. All right. Oh, I would love that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, I mean, that the little, you know, it, it's it's a good little bit. It just tells, like, you know, there's a strange man in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in my dressing gown. Yeah. Anything could happen. No. I like how <laughs> when he walks away as well, like, she gives him a little, like, mm, like, you know, like a little, like, all right, fuck you. The equivalent of, of an, I'll get you gadget. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, ah, the meddling kids. I, I wrote that because then, then the hand attacks. Yes. The hand does attack them and it's a very easy thing to do is to hold a mannequin hand to your neck and pretend like it's choking you. And I just wrote that looks that just looks super fun to me. Like being on set and be like eh. I, 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 I could like, not imagine how unbearable you would be. Me. If you yeah specifically. If, if you specifically if you got your hands on a on a mannequin arm, you would be so unbearable with it. Like it, just... the, the the bit potential that that unlocks. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> so your this silly is, little jokes. It is currently uh, the twenty seventh of October. This is obviously going to be out like way after Halloween. We're going to try and work three or four weeks in advance. It's yes. going to be well after that. Yes. But I was going to try and get a fake arm if I was originally going as Georgie because he's missing an arm. Yeah. I was going to do that. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not See, like, now. I'm obviously not doing that. But I almost had a fake mannequin arm, and I, even after <laughs> Halloween, I wouldn't have been like, "Well, that bit's done now." I would have carried that oh, like, shit see, everywhere. I say this, I think it would have been hilarious. Like I oh, would have yeah. loved the bit. <laughs> it would be one of it would be yeah. one of those jokes that you know, like long after everyone else has gotten over it, I still get a little kick out of it because my sense of humor is on like a two month delay. <laughs> after this is the scene where they're both walking along, With, talking there about is. Earth, and, and he's trying to explain who he is. And well, he yeah. doesn't vaguely. He's vaguely explaining who he is. And when they're Going down the stairs, he has a line where he says to her, "She's like, you can't just wander off." And he goes, like, yeah, "Yes, I can. I can. Yes, I this can." This is me wandering off. Oh, I fucking read. Yes, I can. Here I am. This is me swanning off. And like, superb. That's great. You can't just go swanning off. Yes, I can. This is me. Here I am swanning off. And I can. You can't see him like just because the shot is so far back and it's like the whole staircase. It's yeah. Shot from outside. It's clearly done. Like ADR. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And I can just, even though I know that he won't have had to do it, I can imagine Christopher Eccleston doing a little head wobble. Here I am. Yep. yep. Like proper giving it the old shake of the head. Putting a, putting a little bit of yeah. attitude on it. Mm-hmm. But then they go outside. Uh, this is when you uh, roasted the piss out of Rose's fashion sense. Not Billy, pa- not Billy Piper's fashion no, sense. No, Billy Piper is impeccable but, in every sense. But Rose's outfit, listen. 
I don't know how she looked at any single piece of that outfit and went, these are good and I am going to put them on together. And like, I can't talk because like, you know. You were six. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, but, but, like, <laughs> think of some of the horrible and shocking dumb shit that, like, parents put you in when you're think a child. Think about some of the shocking and dumb shit I put myself in now as an adult who that's dresses true. myself yeah, every no, day. Like, I'm no better, but just... But you do look awful. Yeah. Almost constantly. Almost. It's actually kind of impressive. And it's almost comical as well. Yeah, how do you do it, by the way? What's your secret? Uh, it's What's piss. secret? Oh, it's piss. Oh. I'm doing that bit. What do you make of this scene of them walking? I think it is the absolutely perfect encapsulation of Doctor Who. This 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 one scene. But it's like this a mission it. statement. If you had to like, mm-hmm. this is the like this is it. This is the scene for you. If you could only see one scene of Doctor Who, to be like, who is the Doctor and what does he do? It's this. At least for like when he's like, I can feel the earth beneath. Yeah, at, at least for at least for the Christopher Eccleston Doctor anyway. Oh yeah, yeah like, definitely. You know, obviously down the line, there are some like personality changes and shit. That scene for me is like, oh, that's, that's, look, he's saying all of the things that you need to know about him. Yeah. For me, I really like, there's a, I, I don't know what it is she says to him, but his response is, is that supposed to sound tough? And I love it. I love oh yeah, that. when she's like, you told me if I told people that I would get them killed. Isn't that it? And then. Some, something along those lines, but he's yeah, like. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I'll start talking or something. That's yeah. Right. And he's like, is that supposed to sound tough? And. She's like, yeah. And obviously, if you're a first-time viewer, you still know that there's something about this dude. Like, you you know that there's going to be something there. But if you're a classic Who viewer, you're like, oh, this dude's done so much that that, that is a nothing threat to him. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely zilch to what this man is made of. And then he's like, oh, I can feel the earth. And I know that you said this is a perfect scene. I know what you just said. And I'm not going to combat that. I do think it's a great scene. I do it think is. it's great writing. But if someone I barely knew told me they could feel the earth moving beneath their feet, I'd be like, ah, all right. And then I would walk away. There's no way that I'd be like, I'm going to indulge this conversation so much more. Do you not think that like... Maybe out of curiosity, I'd be like... After everything... Like this guy has basically saved your life. If you are Rose in this situation, he's already like basically saved your life. Yeah, that's fine. He gets a pass to say some weird cryptic shit. Oh, yeah, no, no, he does. (laughs) He gets a one-time weird pass for that. But I'm just saying, if someone tells me that the the earth moves extremely, like, you know, it goes around real fast. And not only that, I can feel it. I would probably be like, what are you on? Crack. Is there any left? It's crack. Crack. Gallifrey crack. Gallifreyin, uh, <laughs> no. Put, give me our Gangifrey. No, sorry for that. That was awful. Raxicorica fallopet meth. Another thing that I love about this episode is they they go back to to. Can I use your computer to make it in reconnaissance and stuff? Oh yeah. She just types in the word doctor. She types in the word doctor, and it, there's no GPs. No. There is not one. No. Everyone's like, alien. And that is it. That's the whole thing. She types in the word doctor, and all of a sudden, there he is. And no, that's not where he is. The Cl- Clive shows up mm. with the most... But that's, what does she type in for that? Which, by the way, apparently, as as far as 2020, that website was still supported by the BBC, you know? The website. I think it was like... Should w- we check if it's still there? Let's go. I think it was like www.whoisdoctorwho uh, or something like that. Like, who is the doctor? Some Something. So... We are on whoisdoctorwho.com. Johnny, Doctor he just ran past my house. No, 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 no. I was visiting the ruins of Pompeii and I saw him. I said, terrible what's happened here, wasn't it? He looked at me and he said, well, I tried to warn them. No, you didn't. No, you fucking Dickhead. didn't. 
I've seen you go. You can't say anything, shit. Um, Clive, I've just stumbled across your site and I thought you should hear this. My daughter Bella was born on the 27th of November 2004. The day before, a man matching the description of this doctor walked up to me as I was helping my wife into the car and whispered, Put this on your daughter as soon as you hold her. It will come in useful in the future. He shook my hand. In my palm, I found a small silver cross on a chain. He smiled. No, he grinned. I pocketed the cross and we continued on to the hospital. I placed the cross on Bella as soon as I held her. I have a feeling she's going to need it. That's Ian UK. Don't, Is that a reference to something? Don't scroll anywhere. Bugs Nixon. I saw him and Asda in 1979 buying up all the Star Wars figures. The one at the top. <laughs> Yeah, your only option is to contact Clive. Contact us, he is all saying. Is it imagine there was an email at the bottom? Direct to Russell T. Davies' actual inbox. Um, I've seen him! He was browsing through the drum and bass CDs in HMV last Tuesday. He asked my advice about them as he was buying a present for somebody. I told him that the best CD in the whole world was Ultra by Depeche Mode. He didn't end up buying anything, though. I think his credit card was rejected. Oh my god. This is amazing. I wonder who wrote this. Right, we'll go through all of these at some point. Um, but there's Clive, Clive's website. Uh, yep. Clive is Mar- uh, played by Mark Benton. Uh, what do we think of Clive? I really like Clive. Clive is like an, an expositional he, guy like, yeah. for, for the audience. Is just a, He's like an exposition drop, but I think it's just done really well. I think, As a conspiracy like, theorist man who's just... I think he falls into the... Because I have a few things to say about Clive, actually. Like, uh, you know, so, <laughs> points, I guess. Go off, then. Um, Just go off. But, yeah. like, I like Clive as a character. Yeah. Um, first of all, his family is just so rude to Rose for no reason. When that kid opens the door and he's like, oh, Dad, it's one of your nutters. And then yeah. that woman down the yeah. stairs. and she That woman, probably his, his wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that woman. And she's like, um, yeah. she's like, oh, she's read your website and she's a she. Like, they're so mean to the stranger just coming into their house. And I assume they've had and people also, come there before. Also mean to his own dad and her own husband. That's true, yeah. And Clive actually says something along the lines of, oh, come with me, I'm in the shed. Like they yeah, just, but he's they like, just, that's me, I'm in the you, shed. If you're doing your Doctor Who thing, you're going in the shed, okay? If you're doing the whole Doctor thing, you're in the shed for your that'll conspiracies. Be, that, that'll be us. Are we going to get put in a shed? When we get shed money. Shed money. <laughs> one day we'll okay, make it, one day we'll, we'll make, make a big kid here's a point that i had and where did i write it down which is when she leaves his house she goes outside and she goes back to making the car and she was like oh you were right he's a nutter and all this kind of stuff um because when she was in the shed before she left before she stormed out he uh, is saying to her that you know like it's dangerous the doctor's goes, constant yeah. companion is death all of this thing there's something bad gonna quit he does his whole like scary little monologue to her and then she comes out and she's like yeah you're right you know he's crazy all this kind of stuff he's mental it sounds like she kind of actually thinks that i I don't know i've always gotten like a a a vibe of at least from that of like a okay yeah you're right because i don't think mickey was happy about her going there no, like... In the ugliest fucking yellow horrible bees waxy looking car (laughs) in the world Oh, what a horrible car they drove there in. If one of my mates had a car like that, would you would you find yourself? I would destroy them for it. Uh-huh. I'd, be <laughs> like, I'd be like, I would destroy their car. I would be like, this is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. How are you driving this around the streets with the pride that you are? So either Mickey has no friends or they're all liars. <laughs> That's a very good point, yeah. 
<laughs> it's just being like, oh, I got a new car today. Oh yeah, where is it? It's outside. Yeah, where? No, where is it? Is it behind the yellow beetle? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you're never gonna fucking believe. You guys, <laughs> it's a, it, it, it is the beetle. What I said is the beetle. What I said it is the beetle. I like Clive's exposition. I think it's it's good. And again, it's that logical thing of it's a title that's passed down from from person to person. And I'm like. Yeah, that, that does it. Like, it doesn't make sense that they're identical. Obviously, there is a look of people from generation to generation. Like, it just in science that happens. But I do like that. Like, that is the logical con- conclusion that you would come to. But have you only noticed this with Eccleston's face? Of well, all he, the other doctors, they've also he been. He says to history. her, "Like, that's your doctor." And he doesn't show up, and he's like, "This is your one, isn't it, or whatever?" And oh, she's okay, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah." Because right. uh, there is a part I'm in a bad the person. in in the novelization. Where which which, I, which we'll get, we'll get to that we'll do one on that yeah. too at some point because I haven't read that. It's such a it's such a virgin sentence in it. Um, I read the novelization of this episode. Glasses up, but like you're gonna um actually the fuck out of me in every like every time we do this. Horrendous. You're gonna um actually the hell out of everything I say, and I am fine with that. Yeah, there's Clive has um other stuff about other doctors as well, and it's yeah. just a fun little bit to be like, look, it's the other ones. Look, it's fan service, and like you know. It's it's fun because you know realistically, but don't focus on those too much because we're moving on. It's two thousand and five. We're in the future now. The thing that gets me about that that I thought like I didn't think it was worth writing down, but I am like, wouldn't there be some pictures of Rose in there because of time travel rules? I mean, that's how Clara gets got. But we'll get to that. He is like a a cinematic ish thing that I enjoyed because it was silly, Mm. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that I think me and you are both going to talk about. It like like it's not going to be legit criticism. It's going to be. This is silly and I like it because yes. it's silly. Here um, is why it's a silly, silly little time travel box good. show. Yeah. Um, is when Mickey is getting attacked by a wheelie bin, which is a Oh a my sentence. god. Um, there's like. <laughs> do you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to ask this. Do you know what a dolly zoom is? I believe so, isn't it? Where like you do on the. You zoom, on... you zoom in manually whilst pulling pull, away. Yeah. And so you get this, like, depth of field weird effect. I think it was used in, like, Jaws and stuff when he realises there's a shark in the water and the beach goes like, Whoa. Yeah. Um, but there's a dolly zoom between the bin and Mickey right as Clive is telling her about how death follows them, like, follows the doctor. Mm. And I was like, as much as it's, like, silly, I really like it. I'm like, oh, there's a cool, like, you don't get many interesting camera shots in, in TV. Uh but that was cool. I was like, oh, a dolly zoom followed immediately by this like dimly lit place in Clive's shed where he's like, and the death follows the doctor everywhere. And I was like, ah, I really like this. This little like, here's how dangerous the doctor is. And she doesn't even know it. But outside her boyfriend is getting like wheelie binned to death. Terrible effects, but I love it. See, controversially, maybe. I don't think that scene is awful. I think... The sound effects are kind of awful, <laughs> the, and I think some of the silly faces are awful. Yeah, but like, imagine it if just the if the bin didn't do a burp after it swallowed him. You know, if he didn't do his little fun spaghetti fingers trick and he didn't like do a little burp and had a little snack. But also, where does he go? Does the bin then wheel itself away with Mickey inside it? Bin. Hmm? Bin. 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 Yeah. You asked where he went. I'm giving you an answer. Bin. Oh, right. First of all. Bin. Yeah. In the bin. 
But like, does the bin wheel itself where no away? Clark belongs? <laughs> As I was saying, mm. bin. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's in the bin, uh, and then she gets into the car. <laughs> so anyway, he's so in he's the in bin. the bin, and so Rose comes out and she's like, "Yeah, he was a nutter." Gets in the car, and I don't know how long they're meant to have been together, but the she fact does that not she, notice. she has no idea. Yeah, that he is. Uh, just completely just, smooth everywhere. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> he's clearly painted. He's probably plastic to the touch. Yeah, yeah. As well, you know? What's your skin routine? <laughs> Death. Bin. Um, and, and, and then we get the best line of the episode. Do you know what it is? It's a single word. The, uh, the older pizza. P- 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 pizza. <laughs> Yeah. I also like it when it's he's like, um, he's like, oh, sweetie, bip, darling, bip, sweetheart, bip. I hate that. See, that's the part where I'm like, Rose, you do not care about this that's, man. That's the equivalent of Dory going, do you, do you, do you? And I'm like, whoa, oh, the fuck no, up. I, I hate need it. To, don't get I, me yeah, wrong. I don't, I don't want it's it. It's horrendous. But like, she does not, like, Mickey could wheel himself over to her in a wheelchair one day because he like lost his legs or something. And Rose would just be like, Looking for him at eye level. Yeah. She yeah. wouldn't even notice. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not around. He's in the bin. He's in the bin. Mickey's in the bin. Um, but the fact that she doesn't notice is really bad. And then the doctor shows up. Champagne. And then No, thank you. He develops sentience really quickly. Who, Mickey? Yeah, because he's in the car and he's like, Pizza. And, and then, then he's they, like, tell me about the doctor. Yeah, and then they get there and he's like, I can form a sentence now. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense for for Mickey to be like, hey, tell me about the doctor. I mean, like, he doesn't know much yet, does he? So, as far as we know, Rose hasn't told him much yet about what she's doing. So, it would make sense in the restaurant for for him to be like, oh, so what? who is this person that you're... Obviously, he words it yeah. completely wrong because he's not him. Yeah. And then the doctor shows up. And the doctor is a man of strong morals. He doesn't like violence. He doesn't like guns. But if he had a bottle of champagne everywhere he went, (laughs) and just watch them. The doctor does not approve of violence unless it's Looney Tunes inspired cartoon fun. You know, like this, this guy will think it's funny to push you off a cliff as long as you do the like leg spinning thing. If you're in the air for a few seconds. If you air run before you fall at your doom, the doctor says that's fine. I mean, I was going to say, oh, it's like when, you know, when you draw the cave on and, and Wild Coyote or, or, or Roadrunner goes into it. And then I realized this has been done in Doctor Who already. The fact that for some reason he like corks him in the head and then Mickey's like, he's like, he, he goes like, <laughs> as he's chewing it. And then it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Who is it that gets it first? Does Mickey just like go like, I'm going to start killing? Or is he like run and then he gets Rose out and he... then Rose is... Trying I think to get it's everyone like, else I think out. Mickey gets up and then the doctor grabs him and headlocks him, yanks his head off and he's like, don't think that's going to stop me. And then he's like, you know, then he, he comes out. And yeah. for that part, I wrote pan hands. Cause yeah, yeah, pan hands. Yep, he's got pan hands. And he's just running around, waving them, chopping. smashing through shit just while chopping. there's just the most generic sound effect screams in the background. It's, yeah, they're like stock sounds. <laughs> it's like putting a Wilhelm scream and I wouldn't be able to like tell the difference, you know? That's true. And everyone's just like, I imagine on set, because obviously you don't get the background music on set. It just goes, right, and 
action and everyone's running around but because they do all the sound in post they're all yeah. running and just they're just going right like like it's like face screaming in terror <laughs> there's nothing coming out they're just and then they're just like spitting around about the place someone like knocks into a chair and they're like right we can't have that sound in there reset we need to go again and that just sounds like a nightmare but like you can clearly tell they've like obviously CG'd the top of his neck to like the the stumpy little whatever it is. Yeah, where like the the mannequin head but would pop. Did off. he have pan hands on set? The confidential didn't touch on that. We also watched Doctor Who Confidential <laughs> for this. We probably should have mentioned that. Mm. Uh, I will. I mentioned it in the intro. What am I talking about? Ah, full circle. It was um, a ref- it was a joke. You made because you made a joke about it in the intro when you said that. I made a joke about it. So this not, is the punchline I right now. I made a joke about it in the intro now. Haha, look smooth. You just set me up. So smooth. You just set me up. Seamless transitions. I mean, this I is how it goes. This is showbiz, kiddo. Yet. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> done the introduction yet. <laughs> I haven't fine. recorded the Don't introduction. Don't worry about it. Now I have to make a joke in the yep. introduction. And it has to be funny. Shit. Yeah. Bin. Get someone else to make it then. I'm going to go in the bin with Noel. <laughs> you get in that bin. We do a podcast from the bin with Noel. That's what I'm going to call it, In the Bin with Noel. <laughs> it's like comedians in cars getting coffee, but instead <laughs> in it's like Tyrese with... in the bin with Noel. <laughs> Rose used the TARDIS then. She, yeah, she, she sees runs it outside for the first time. And she, she does like, what, like three laps around it? She's like... <laughs> and then she does like a few laps around it. Does she run in, go back out, and then run around it again? Before yep. running in, and then the music starts. Yep. And when she okay. goes in, when she goes in, when she sees the TARDIS for the first time, they play a little bit of the Doomsday theme when she looks in there. Just, just a little, little... They do the vocals. The... Yeah. yeah. There's just, they do like a little nice. little touch on that. I'm going to rewatch that. Have you seen point. She-Hulk yet? No. Never mind. I'm a bad person. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a bit, it's like a bit in that where they do like a little musical flourish. Um, in fact, I clearly didn't notice it was Doomsday, but I, I have written a note that says good music when Rose enters the TARDIS. But I think that most all of what Murray Gold has done is musically flawless. in this series That's... is amazing. Yeah, it's not flawless. I, I can't think like, of any flaws, but... Like, but, since know. since we've, like, discussed doing this, I've been listening to some of it, and, like, I've just been walking down the street and being like, I am in my fields. I, I can imagine just episodes happening. Yep. Like I do just have I'm... it in my library, like a lot of those. And I and want Doomsday the season comes 10 on soundtrack. <laughs> More Doom... than anything. Doomsday comes on and I'm like, fucking <laughs> why? Do you know what I, you know, it's like, I was on my way to work one time and uh, I was like looking through and I was like, um, what do I want to listen to? You know, um, Shepherd's Boy? When Peter Capaldi's doing his How Many Seconds in Eternity speech. Which episode is this from? Um, Heaven Sent. Oh yeah, it's that so the yeah, little bit at the yeah. end. It's that sound. Away from the, the, the hybrid thing. Yeah, and I yeah. was listening to that once when I was like walking to work because I was like proper pissed off about going to work. I was like, I think it was like a, a horrible like nine hour shift or something. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't know if it's worth getting into later or now because we're in a Murray Gold thing, right? But I think that Donna's theme is so 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 funny. Is that the as if she's not the most tragic woman? Yep. We spiked so much on that just now. Oh. But yeah. Do, 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 do. I love it. It's so wacky. <laughs> I'm like, this, that, that's, that's... It's the only word for it, isn't it? She is like, like, but I think that... We'll get to that in season four. Yeah. We'll get to that in season four. <laughs> We've got a whole lot to resolve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She takes him being an alien 
very, very well. I know that she's heard this from Clive, that he, you know, there's rumours that he could be an alien. She's or already seen down. the Autons as well by this point. Like, she's, you know, she's got some kind of, like, tolerance to freaky shit now, I guess. Yeah, but not too much of it, which is why, like, in, she, she's barely even like, oh my god, what? She's just like, hmm. Awesome. Where would you she has, draw the line of being surprised? She has more of a reaction. She has more of a reaction to the TARDIS moving than the fact that this man is from an actual other planet. She goes up to her, she's like, "Oh my god, we've moved!" Realistically, he could have just done that in the other order. He could have just been like, "Let's go somewhere safe, Rose." Yeah. And then when she's like, "How do we get here?" He's like, "Surprise, I'm an alien as well." Ah, you think that's crazy? Get a load of this. Yeah. And what is it that she says? Because she doesn't. She doesn't say like because they when, obviously they they always go. It's big on the inside, but doesn't she say? it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Because yeah. I know that they, they yeah. always try to tighten that up, don't they? They always try and be like, either they're going to take it in the other direction or they're just going to say, oh, it's bigger on the inside. I mean, yeah, I'm sure she says it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Or something, oh, now I need to find out. Oh, See, I wrote that Rose says Clive is mad and next to it I just wrote, fair enough. Like if I was taken into it and this man was like, look, there's like these, there's like these nine different peoples and they all live forever. Like, I'd be like, uh-huh. Which I know isn't exactly what he says. Um, oh, then... So before they move, as per my note, Mickey melts like good cheese right into the TARDIS console. Yep. And you're just going to stand there and watch him melt. <laughs> and, he, and can I say, it is a really great performance of, no, 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 no. Like, that's really convincing. Yeah. Like, it's super like, oh, um, you really care about this machine. She says... The inside's bigger than the outside. Yeah. And then he has that line as well that he says where he's like, the assembled hordes of Genghis Khan couldn't get through that door. And if I was Rose, I'd be like, who's Genghis Khan? Yeah, I'm a bad I don't know history too well. No. If the doctor was like, where do you want to go in history? I'd be like, mate, I don't know. I really don't know history too good. Do you think Rose does? Do you think Rose knows who Genghis Khan is? Uh, we know that she's got no levels, but she has got a bronze gymnastic certificate. So, who's to say, really? Yeah. I wrote here that the doctor is a bit of an arsehole yeah, in this next he's scene. He's kind of mean. He's a bit rude he's to a, Rose. He has a tone about him. Um, He does, like, obviously earlier he's like, oh, you, you, you know, you're using logic to get to your conclusion. And then uh, this time he's now, like, calling her stupid. Uh, He's like, Mickey might be dead and he's really not bothered. But knowing what we know about the doctor up to this point, which in this episode isn't much. They don't say much about the time war in this episode at all, other than when he's being held by the Ottons. The, and, yeah, and, and they just mention like, it the once when he says... And he's like, there was a war, I couldn't save everyone. Yeah. Well, and he then, says that the feeding planets or something yeah. destroyed, right, in the Time War. And the Nestine's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, doing all that. Um, who, he he by does the way, his noises. And who, then... by the way, Nicholas Briggs, our Dalek man. Of course. Uh, he's the <laughs> Nestine fella. Um, the Nestine fella. <laughs> uh, anti-plastic, which... Anti-plastic. Um, the way he says it the second time, is it? Anti-plastic. I, I might funny. make a list of uh, things the Doctor just has. Like, just, just solve it. Like About. Like, like what's the one thing we would need to solve this? Anti-plastic. Oh, it's in my pocket right yeah. now. Okay. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, like, so I might just make a list of things that the that the Doctor just, just has. has. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I don't mind dumb things like that most of the time. Um, when you think about it in like a in like a Mary Poppins's bag situation, that's yeah. like the doctor's pockets. That battered leather jacket. 
I bet there's some things in there. Something. I bet there's still a handful of like loose filters at the bottom as well. That are just like mm-hmm. they're just probably dusty. I reckon that the night doctor would have a role he like. Loose <laughs> loose tobacco in his smelly leather jacket. Also uh have that they run down so there's I don't know what episode or movie or whatever it's from. You know the famous picture of the Daleks on the bridge. Westminster Bridge? Yeah, but I don't know the episode that that picture is from. Like that. Oh, um, Dalek Invasion Earth. Because I know what the episode is. I know the one. I just can't remember what it's called, which is really bugging me. Um, But that is the bridge they run across when trying to get to the nesting consciousness. And I was like, oh, that must, like, it Uh must be a little reference, right? Yeah. That must be. It must be a thing. Apparently, it was like a bit of a nightmare to get that shot as well because of the bus. Because of the buses. They wanted a bus in the background. said it in the confidential. They wanted a bus in the background. Yeah, so that to time it with the bus, the filming with the bus. Oh, I thought that he was... I thought that he was mad at the buses being in the background when we were watching the confidential. I was like, oh... No, they were trying to time it because they wanted it to be like, this is London, look. What a nightmare that would have been. Think, how how long does it take a fucking bus to go over a bridge, man? imagine, Imagine if you're like... You knock up the shop and you're like, oh, I have to wait half an hour for the next lot of buses. <laughs> 17 minutes, next one will be alone. And just just as British culture goes, there's two of the motherfuckers. And I assume that only one of them is meant to be there. And you wait for one and one doesn't show up. And then you wait 20 minutes and then two show up. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is just salt in the wound. Yeah. I like that when they go down into the nesting hall, because I have no other name for this, um, <laughs> into the nesting hall, he, he lifts up the grate and there's a massive red light and a bunch of steam. And yep. I was like, that is the most evil hole that you could put in. Like that, I, I actually have a note that just says that nesting uh, is hiding in a literal evil hole. Yeah. Like I would look down there and go, there is something evil in there. I would expect them to be doing like a Power Rangers in that basement. A Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's what's going on down there with the smoke, the lights, the noise. You know, it's like, it's that whole vibe. Thing is, as well, uh, before when they go down and they're going through all of the things, they're like, oh, all the plastic will come alive. Because that London yeah. eye transmitter scene yeah. is really good. I like that. I love that. It's good. I, I like it when the doctor's like the smartest dude in the room, but also just an idiot. Just dumb. Like, he's just so stupid. And yeah. the, how many times does David Tennant's doctor hit himself in the head because he's thick? Yeah. He's just like, ah, I'm so thick. Ah, I'm thick. Yeah. And and I love it. I just I just like it when he's like, I'm so clever. You're not. And then like a human will point to me out and be like, I should have got that. Yeah. I really should have got that. But I didn't because I'm stupid. Did you say a human will point something out? Yeah, well, he's not human, is he? he we're all the same. Well, he's Don't not. racist. He's got two hearts. Yeah. What do you think of the... Uh, attack the attack scene before we get to the very end of the nesting being absolutely crumbled that everything about rose swinging we're not there yet i'm about the attack in oh, the in the shopping it. center i'll tell you this what do you think um, about that we i will think get to that about soon. that that jackie does an absolute perfect psycho scream like yeah the, the proper it's like, it's dead like on she, it's so good yeah she no. sells it and it's what it's a wedding dress coming out of. Like, is it one of the brides? Yeah, yeah, it's like, like the brides break yeah. down the window. Yeah, that is when we lose our man Clive. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Clive. Uh, one of my favorite things in this episode is that Clive looks at the shop dummies as they're moving, and he says something along the lines of, "I've read the stories; it's true." Yeah. Because of the classic episodes where these appear and they're just walking through the streets, and I was like, "Oh, 
It's just really nice to be like, oh, they're, they're referencing like classic Who as well. Like being like, this has happened before. It's all canonically. Imagine that in the like, someone comes up to you and they go, everything you believed you were right, and then shoots you in the head. Oh, no. You just get that one second to be like, oh, I was right, and then you immediately die. Clive's like, you were going to karate chop a girl earlier. Can you not just like <laughs> bluntly karate chop me, please? I, I, I like the, uh, the idea that someone has lived through both of these. And someone's like, oh, did you see in the streets there was shop dummies attacking everyone in 2005? Mm-hmm. And some old lady's like, again? One of the... This is the second time this has happened in my lifetime, and that's <laughs> not a normal thing. One of the things that I like the most about Russell T. Davies' Doctor Who is just purely that I'm like, yeah, these are things that actually happen. They have, like, a consequence. Like, yeah, people will talk in later seasons about, like, that time a spaceship crashed through Big Ben. And you know what, right? If, like, if that just happened tomorrow, no one would ever shut up about it. Right? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. insane. I remember that time when, like, it yeah. was just, uh, I mean, journey's end. Yeah. Uh, we'll get 27 there. planets in the sky. We You'd be will. like, that was the most insane acid trip of my life. Yeah, that's, that's true. It, the whole drink. planet just fucking collectively did DMT or some shit. And, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's insane. No, I, I, I like it when there's continuity and things like this. Yeah. Which, Russell T. Davies, like, his first, you know, as, I mean, it's his only run on this, but soon it won't be. I'm excited. Yes. Um, but it will, you know, he'll come <laughs> back to it. But his continuity is, is really good. He's constantly going back to Earth, and I'm really looking forward to that. Like, he's constantly like, okay, take, you know, Boomtown, we'll go back to Earth. We'll see what's going on. We'll see what's... Yeah, well, like, I mean, obviously more so in season two when it feels like Jackie becomes more of, like, an honorary companion. I think that um, it's easier to care about a companion when it's like, okay, so now they have a reason to go back to Earth. Because it's like gets a good amount in this. I mean, your father's oh, day. Oh, oh yeah, which, yeah. It's oh, just like I'm gonna cry. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna cry during Father's it's like, Day. I don't care about Clara because I hate her. But like, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but like, the thing is, right? It's not like I know that she has. I mean, I know she does have a family. I know they show them and stuff. But like, ultimately, right? If she is in danger, it's not like it's not like when Rose is in danger, and I'm like, oh god, what about Jackie and Mickey and all those people? You know who she has in her life. What about her mate Shireen? Oh no. But like when when Clara's in the situation like that, I'm kinda like, oh, okay. She's gonna be fine. Like, if you die. You know? Like I like the the danger here. We'll go back inside the evil hole. Yeah. Um like in the nesting hole. Yeah, the nesting hole. I like the danger in mm. this bit. They grab the doctor, he's actually panicked, he's kinda spooked, he's fighting, which is something that uh another doctor doesn't do mm. whenever she is captured. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't even make it like... You can't even be sneaky about no, it. because there's only one female doctor and whenever she's captured, she's like, I'm going to be cocky. She's ne- like, n- like never once. Oh, is it Joe Martin? She's also really cocky constantly. That's true. Which is... that, I, And I like that as a quality of the doctor, but sometimes danger has to feel real. Um, And, and in this case, it, it like it really does. It's like, oh, they're just going to toss him in there whenever. Like, they yeah. find the anti-plastic, don't they? And he's like, that was just insurance. I pro- Like, I wasn't... That's not my goal here. I mean, like, there's a version of the story that you can do where Mickey dies here, right? That would have been all right. Like, I'm I'm sort of like... However, as no, a character, I'm that, glad he doesn't, but like... I take that back, yeah. I don't... I like that his... Oh, yeah, no, like, I'm I'm very and... happy for Mickey's contribution to the plot and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like that you could tell a version of this that ends the same way, where he dies here. I mean, except for the bit where he ends up with Martin, it feels like, they're, well, they're the two people who, who are, you know, people of colour that are in the show, so let's yeah, just put those... They can go together. Mm, that's not... I, I don't even works. think that the way they are characterised originally... Makes sense together, no. Um, but 
for this, the like them fighting and Rose doing the the gymnastics-y, the little speeches. They've got no A levels. They've got no, no job. No GCSEs. No GCSEs. No no nothing. And then she like grabs the chain and just swings. She says she has to save him, and Mickey's like, just leave him. Like Mickey's response is, no, just like don't do that. Just leave him to die. I was like, when I was watching it this time around and like thinking a bit more about what was going on, rather than just being like, haha, funny box show. I like the idea that that's Rove. Rove. That's Rose having to like prove herself as a companion. That's when the doctor is like, okay, this like I could yeah, easily travel. That's with, the with difference her. between Mickey and Rose. But uh, and I, I in made the note like if the doctor hates or dislikes anything, it is cowardice. Like he just doesn't like it. Mickey has always been the I don't want to be doing it. And and you see that whittle away. You you do see him yeah. like properly. You know he 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 comes out of his shell and he has to and he he starts being brave at like different points and it's subtle and I like it which is why I'm like I'm kind of glad you didn't die now because it's 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 what's called giving a character which is a person you have in a TV show an arc which sort of disappears around season eleven but that's fine because it, it it'll come I'm back I'm gonna be so salty but it's it'll come back in season thirteen though so that's all right do you think. It's been a while since you saw Flux. No, I I mean I mean I know Flux is season thirteen, but in my mind that's like Flux Doctor is Who special. on Flux. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean I mean Russell mean, T Davies okay, is gonna right. make Doctor Who okay. great again. <laughs> I was like, are you defending Flux right in front of me? Because that's not. Okay. We'll get to it. We'll get no, to it. I'm gonna genuinely try and find things I like about that when it happens, but it's it's you know it it, it is what it is. Um, I think fine. we have different opinions about flux, so I'm excited Probably. to talk about it. I wrote, there's a lot of like Dutch canted angles in the final invasion. Is it like the camera goes from being head on to just being like yes. tilted, tilted all the time? And I was like, this is that and the babe thing. Uh, you know, sugar babe, babe, sweetheart, sugar babe, and the pitch of his voice changes. When that happens, strange. And like those two bits of editing, I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of that. I don't hate it. Um, but it's fine. My disliked piece of editing is the, right at the end of the episode. I know mm-hmm. I'm jumping a bit, but like it's right at the end of the episode. That's fine. It's when Rose uh, runs into the TARDIS. It's slow motion. But it's not quite. It's like choppy. It's almost slow motion and it's so annoying. It's, it's just like, mate, it's do, really you, laggy, do you like, one or the other? She's very, buffering. It's very, she's buffering into the TARDIS. That is very of its time though. I, I remember that, that effect being around a lot. If you go back and watch some shows, like that is there uh, quite a bit. Mickey travels in the TARDIS here. And I I mentioned this to you in the episode, like when we were watching it, like I yes. forgot that. Yeah. I just, I don't know why. I always, like, I don't think it's this season that he travels with them at all. Um, Other than this once, a Boomtown. Boomtown doesn't count technically because he he's just charging with them. it. He got yeah. He's charging it on the rift, isn't he? Yeah, Mickey yeah, goes yeah. to Cardiff to meet Rose separately, yeah. and then she leaves him there. So it's like running yeah. into your mate at the pub, and then staying for them with a drink, and then like, yeah, going somewhere else in it. But but he does travel in the TARDIS here, which is which is fine. We are gonna do a, a death toll of. Sidekicks, we've got sidekicks and companions. Companions are people who have uh, travelled in... You said time, it has to be, was your... Time or space. Time or space. Yeah, I so feel Mickey like... So Mickey becomes an official companion in this episode. Oh, wait, no, yeah, Not sorry, we did this. Oh, yeah, although I feel like we can... Oh, no, you said, it, you, said it, you said on a trip with Yeah, the like, you do an adventure. Yeah, you do an adventure. Yeah, you can't just, like, take the TARDIS like a bus. That you, promotes you. have to you. go to, like, go to a place, 
with the doctor have an adventure have an event occur fix the problem or whatever if you die doing it that yes yeah you know life threat it has to be life threatening otherwise you didn't do an adventure with the doctor yeah But yeah, that that gets you the promotion from sidekick to companion. So Mickey stays the sidekick here. You know what? Short trips, actually, because I'm going to say it. If you are a brief uh, sidekick in an episode and the doctor's like, let's just nip back in time for like a little bit. That also counts. As making you a companion? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Um, Actually, I'll figure out the logistics of this later. Interesting. Either way, no companions are dead yet. No. But one of our sidekicks is, and that's Clive. R.I.P. Big Boy. Rest... (laughs) Please don't call Clive Take- Big Boy. <laughs> Taken too soon. God, 37 minutes in. It was it was harrowing. We met him 23 minutes in. Are he... those the timestamps? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Just making this up. I'd be really up. impressed if they were, though. I wouldn't. You I'd called be, it? I'd be afraid. I'd be like, why have I done this to myself? How about let's talk about how how Rose just absolutely... Abandons Mickey. him off. Just absolutely oh God. brutal. That That is... That's rough, that. That is like insanely rough thanks and he's like for what and she's like exactly or whatever it is that she says yeah which is imagine being like yeah you've done nothing mm-hmm. i'm also, leaving you, do you now. know what else she does that's really mean which like feeds into this whole question i have that of, would be a breakup like in what? my brain yeah. like that is a breakup that's not like a oh she's coming back at some point yeah if some like, girl if, if a girl said that to me and she ran off into a box and the box literally vanished in front of <laughs> my face in front of my eyes i would be like okay i guess we are through yeah, i'm There's, single now it's not like a we're gonna take a break it's like, no <laughs> we'll work things out i think we need some back. i think we need some space no i think i need some space goes to the end of the earth <laughs> quite literally in the next goes episode to watch imminent heat death yeah goes to watch the <laughs> with earth with burn. a new man and like, she's like Mickey was down there somewhere. <laughs> you ever been so mad? No, but it's it's my whole thing about how she's so mean to him for no reason. Because earlier, when she goes down into the nesting hole, right, and she like she runs over to him, she finds him, and the first thing she says to him is, "You're stinking." Is that the first thing That's she says? That's the first thing she says to him. She goes, "You're stinking." But when the doctor's like, when she's like, "Wait, is he alive?" and he's like, "I don't know," and she's like, he, and she's like, "He could be dead." Have you got the whole script there? Yeah. Where did you find this? On a website called Doctor Who Transcripts. I feel like you visited this website multiple times before today. Yeah, I've been a patron of this site for years. Wait, is it actually a Patreon-driven thing? No, it's not a Patreon-driven I was going to say, if this is a Patreon-driven and you're paying for this, then no. that's, that's, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. But like, um, damn, that's dedication um, to the cause. Oh no, it's before this. This is not a podcast studio. Oh wait, she she runs downstairs and she says, "Oh God, Mickey, it's me. It's okay. It's all right." And then he says that thing down there that liquid rose it can talk, and she says, "You're stinking." I mean, I can't smell him, but probably he probably does smell bad. Smelly boy. He probably doesn't smell ideal. What do you, that mean? What do you reckon he smells like? In that moment, melting plastic. I was gonna say that. Mm. I reckon he smells like a and sweat probably like, like a, a mixture. Yeah. Like when someone just flings a, a like a plastic garden chain into a bonfire, and you're like, "Why? You, no, you can't be doing that." And the yeah. smoke goes black, and you're like, "Oh, we're about to die." This is the end. <laughs> I reckon Matt Smith, as the Doctor, was completely hairless, like the Eleventh Doctor. Like all the way. I mean, wait, he's uh, the naked, hairless, isn't he? The in uh, the time of the Doctor, and he is hairless. From what I remember, he's the got like no hair body that hair. Has is on his head. Not even then; it's a wig. Remember, he hides yeah. the key under there. So Rose runs into the TARDIS, and then yeah. and then the episode goes, and then it says next time. What did you think about that next time trailer? Of the next time trailer. I like it. 
I think it is a <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I think it's a perfectly it's okay. Entirely valid. I think it's a perfectly okay next time. I don't think there's anything like oh my god, I need to watch this. But I think those ones, the ones that like make you want to watch something, are normally the ones that show something a bit more high stakes. But I don't think that in a series of thirteen episodes you can really give that in a second episode. You can't be like next yeah. time big high stakes. You have to be like next time a fun romp. Not unless you're like. Yeah, Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah, where every... Well, Game of Thrones does its job of going, oh, you think that these are all main characters and we will literally kill any of these at the drop of a hat. Go on, blink, yeah, I dare you. And you have to go like, oh, literally anything can happen. But Doctor Who's not one of those shows. I would... I wish it was. I would love to see a mid-season regeneration just to mess with people. Yeah. I think that would be I, great. I would enjoy that a lot, actually. Can you imagine if in... I remember uh, discourse about it on Tumblr. Can you imagine if in, like... Day. What is it? Stolen Earth, I think it's called, or something. And Journey's End, that, yes. that two-parter. Can you imagine if when he was shot by the Dalek, just Matt, actually Matt, Smith, Matt Smith came out, you'd be like, what? I also think, I mean, at least in that situation, that that one specifically, it would have been fun to have um, Russell T. Davies actually write Matt Smith for a bit. Like, I know he does in that one episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures, but like, yeah, if he could, re- well. if he could really, if he really did it for like an episode, that'd be good, I think. No, I think that that could have gone well. Uh, next time trailer out of 10. What did you... Out of 10? Out of 5. We're out doing out of 5. five. We've discussed this. Yes. Out, out of 5. But what we are doing think? decimals, which is basically out of 10, but not quite out of 10. Shut up. Um, right. <laughs> it's fine. What did you give it? What was your number? Right uh, 3.5 is what I gave I it. I also gave it 3.5. Oh, cool. I think it's like... I think it's cool, but at the end of the day... Just it's just a bunch of aliens in it. But I don't think it's bad. No, oh, no, I don't think it's bad. I still want to watch it. <clears throat> I think there are some next time trailers that would make me go, oh. and not just because I know what's coming up because I've seen them all. But looking at you, loving monsters. Sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud inside. It's not raining. Everybody. Episode rating. Episode rating. Um, What'd you give it? I give it a four out of five. I give it a four out of five. Hey. No way. By right. the way, we for the ratings, we haven't told each other these no. um, before the recording. At least for the episode, we discussed the next time one, and then we discussed whether we're doing out of five or ten, and then, so now, four out of five. I just think that as a first episode of a series, it does everything it needs to. Yep. And not everything's done extremely well, but it is, it's it's better than, than I would have expected back in the day. I think that the only questions that I have at the end of this episode, the ones I'm supposed to have that will be resolved, you know, throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. I also think that I get a good idea of who everyone is. I'm excited to it does see the do next a, one. A good job of being like, here's these people, and he is, and and every one of them has a believable background. Yeah, like I feel like these people all exist outside of the show. It's really subtle, but like, like you, the, there's so much clean TV now where like you look into someone's apartment and it's clean all the time, and like you go into like Jackie's flat and it's, oh yeah, it's Rose's a tip. bedroom is an absolute shit tip. It is <laughs> like really. I know that like, she's nineteen. Like Sort that out. And well. I know that because it looks like my bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm like, put that yeah, out she's she's nineteen and she's a mess. I think I actually have a note that says Rose's bed is massive. Right, like her bed is huge. It's it's bigger than just a double, right? But just her, I, I think so. Or is it like support? Like, or is I mean, she just a tiny lady? To be fair, I'm pretty sure Billy Piper is small. Is she? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think she's like only like five foot four or something. Oh. She's like she's me not... too. That's the problem. 
She's not big. Wait, legit, I think I actually am 5'4". That's so sad. Am I the same size as Billy Piper? Um, oh my God, I don't know. I mean, it's Google, so you know. <laughs> the camera adds eight feet. She goes to the doctor in Rose for um <laughs> for Halloween, except you have to be Rose. Oh, I don't realise that. I don't think you realise how down I would be for that. Like, I would totally, <laughs> That'd be great. That'd I would be totally great. go with Rose. Um, how tall is Billy Piper? Do you know what meat? Do you know the conversion? How many meters is she? One point six five. She is uh one point six five. Oh, she's way taller than me. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That is five point four one feet. 5.4 oh yeah 5.41 sorry yeah. it's slipping out of my head so me and billy piper <laughs> are around the same height and as a as a woman of showbiz i imagine she probably wears heels pretty often and so billy piper is taller than me i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna give in what did we learn from rose that billy piper oh my is God. taller than me look at that look at that laugh that i just did there i laugh like some kind of like giant from like a fantasy oh, 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 oh. game or something it is pro- a proper. You do like the, the, the Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, when Golden Freddy's always like. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't That's know. Because I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's. Anyway, sorry, I have a horrible laugh. Fuck you. I don't, I don't think anyone is listening. I was going to say cares and then realized he's listening. Next time, it's the end of the world. Yeah, That's man. Episode two, season one. Wait. We have to rewatch so much Doctor Who. I don't know. I don't know why we both keep saying this like it's Daunton and it's literally our favourite oh, show. It's, it's it's literally our favourite TV show of ever and we're like... Not more of the show that I've spent uh, uh, 18 years of my... 19 years? You're 23 and you started watching it when you were 6. Yeah. 17. 17. 17 years 17 of your life. 17 years of my life. Wow, those eight maths exams really didn't go very far, did they? <laughs> No, that's why I did them that many times. That's why I did it eight times. It wasn't just because I couldn't count. It was because I was bad at it when I tried. Anyways, I'm going to edit this down to just the best and funny bits. So this has been a good uh, minute and a half. Yep. Um, Really interesting thoughts we had there. Not very, but I don't care. Yeah. Bye. Bye.